Hello and welcome to the Teachers of Moderate Intelligent podcast. I'm your one of your co-hosts, Mike. Uh, I'm another one, Evan Sports Drink. And the last one, Bree. Uh, so Evan, why don't you tell everybody what this podcast is about? So essentially, we decided to make a podcast about what it, life is like as a teacher, uh, more for our own entertainment than anything else. Uh, we were all friends back in college, strictly, and I mean this, we are not friends currently. Uh, we all kind of went our separate ways. We all split up and went to different schools across the country in my country I, I, state. I, I would like to point out, Evan, that Bree and I are in the same city. You're the only one who's in the middle of nowhere. That's a very valid point. But anyway, we decided that we would get back together and uh, share what we know and um, hopefully not sound like total idiots. Well, that's hard to do. Yeah, so hence the name. Moderately intelligent. Let's be very clear. Uh, the podcast name was two very unintelligent teachers, and then Bree joined. That brought us up to moderate intelligence uh, <laughs> in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Mike, what do we got today? Uh, so our first our first episode is about our first day of your first day of teaching. It could be maybe the first day of the year, or maybe it could be literally your first day ever. And we're going to go over some stories that we have about our first day of teaching, and then we're going to give some advice about uh, teaching on your first day. Uh, but let's start with introductions. So Bree, why don't you give? Why don't you start? So I teach twelfth grade English. So. I get to talk about books all day. That's fun. Nerd. I didn't say anything. Is that it? That's the whole introduction? All right. So I am uh, Evan Sports Drink or whatever. I don't remember what I said my last name was. Uh, I teach in a middle school in the middle of absolute nowhere. Michael? Uh, I teach in the Big Apple. I'm a high school teacher. Uh, I teach the best subject, history, uh, by far. Much much better than just words. (laughs) <laughs> and I assume the Big Apple is Des Moines, Iowa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywhere between okay. Des Moines, Iowa and Wichita. Gotcha. Okay. Anywhere gotcha. in that range. All right. I just wanted to clarify with everyone uh, what the Big Apple was. Um, <laughs> so, Bree, do you want to start us off? Because I know you don't know anything. Uh, yeah, sure. So, I don't remember my first day teaching. Evan thinks I blacked out and because it was really traumatic. But I remember the... <laughs> Um, I remember the night before my first day teaching, and it's still the same feeling that I get every year before the first day. I could not sleep at all. Total and fear. I, total fear. I was <laughs> yeah. so nervous. Yeah. I was not much older than the kids. And my first year teaching as an English teacher, I also got stuck with a forensic science class. So wow. I, yeah. Did so you I was just, buy a pair of aviator sunglasses and just play that who song at the beginning of class. No. Big mistake. Keep going. Big, big chance missed. <laughs> I, I stayed one chapter ahead of the kids and just hoped that they would believe whatever I said. And it worked. Um, and that's kind of when I learned that you just fake it until you make it. But I remember the fear, not being able to sleep, and being so convinced that the kids would realize if they band together, they would have more power than me. And there was absolutely <laughs> nothing I could do. If that goes all year long. That's an all year long thing. Uh, <laughs> I got to know. So walking into forensic science first day, what is it like being a 21-year-old-ish right out of college trying to teach 18-year-olds in um, like AP classes? It was absolutely terrifying. Um, I wound up be- teaching the forensics class because I had been in a forensic club in high school, and they saw that. Well, and that's the best qualification. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was in a math just- club. 
I was president of the math club. I didn't know anything. What, what, what does that mean? Sorry, go on. Um, but I just walked in. I introduced myself. And I told them they were allowed to ask me any questions they wanted to know, except how old I was. And I whenever the they thing. asked how long I've been teaching, I just said, it feels like forever. And we went with that. <laughs> and then I realized I could use this to my advantage because my kids were really curious about my personal life. So I would say, if you get through all of the things on today's agenda, I will answer any question you want to know. But then I just kept adding more and more work to the agenda and they never got to ask me questions. Wow. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, I do something similar with my kids, except not on the first day at all. On the last day of class, if any of them come in, they can ask me any question they want. That's what I do, too. I do the same thing. All right. Uh, but except, anyway, back to the first day. Yeah, back to the first Kevin, day. you go ahead. So uh, first day of school. I will never forget. This is the story I always love telling. Uh, I walk in. I honestly, I went to the wrong room. So I didn't even know <laughs> where my room was yet. 100% honest. This was the That's second. That's like a trope about everyone's first day at college. Yeah, literally, literally. That's exactly what it felt like. So I'm, you, I'm up there. I was there another room, teacher you know, in the first room? Uh, no, not yet. But oh, her, okay. and, her and I are, are very good friends now. She's still, she's still there. But anyway, um, so I go, I lock my door, I get my room set up, smelt kind of like summer. Um, and I'm like standing out in the hallway. And I remember just standing out in the hallway in this open hallway thinking, I can do this. Like, this is fine. This is perfect. And then the oh. second the bell rang and I saw the kids coming up the stairs, the I floodgates. lost my mind. Like, it was literally like a full-blown anxiety attack. Literally like the floodgates, right? So I'm just watching these kids pour up into this hallway, <laughs> into my room, and just sitting there waiting for me to say something. Uh, but Mike, I hear that you have a very interesting hallway experience on your first day. Uh, I, I do. I, I want to tell another story, too, because it's like, my, my classroom is right next to uh, the stairwell, so that floodgate is right next to me. And Oof. one of the things about my floor in my school is the room numbers are completely unintelligible. Like, I'm, I'm like 251, and then like right next to me is like 248. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but so like I had all these kids coming up to me, especially freshmen, where's this number? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> Let me know when you find it. <laughs> could you could you get back to me on that? Uh, yeah. uh, one of the the thing and this is a weird story. This is a little anecdotal, but the thing that always sticks out to me about uh, my uh, the thing that I remember is I was just standing in the hallway and this student came walking by and he just slammed his foot on the floor and I was like, "What are you What are you doing? Please don't do that!" And he goes, "It was a cockroach." And I was like, "But what?" <laughs> and there was a cockroach that ran across the floor and just like. All these little things that you never even imagine happening to you. All at once, always. But isn't that mm -hmm. kind of just education? Yeah. Um, so first day of school, inside the classroom. Brie, can you just like, what, what, what's it like currently, the first day of school? It's still terrifying. Inside the classroom. I mean, I'm just walk as nervous down. as the kids. I walk in. I mean, I'm... I move classrooms around a lot because our school is really overstaffed um, and overcrowded. So I don't have the same classroom for every period. So I'm jumping around. Really? Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. a little hectic, a little frantic. And like the first the first day is just totally overwhelming. Kids walking in late, teachers walking in late, hallways crowded, trying to figure everything out. Um, but I think I might be more nervous than them most of the 100%. time. 100%. 
100% I'm with you. The analogy I always love using. So like you walk in as a teacher, first day of school, uh, there's a whole room of kids sitting and looking at you. And if you remember your first day of high school, like you walk into your classes, you mm-hmm. find your locker, you're wondering like, where are my friends? Are they in any of my classes? You go to class, you're looking around the room, seeing like who's in there. Imagine that, but as a teacher and you are in charge of these people. So like you're you're trying to like gauge what where these kids are at and how your first period is going to be. For example, this year I have a girl who's just so over the top energetic, and I knew that the very first day. Uh, so it's it's just absolutely insane the anxiety attack that I that I think we all have every year. But the main difference is on your first day, your very first day, you don't have that support system yet you know like Mm -hmm. I didn't know any of the teachers in my school yet I was brand new 21 years old walking in to a school where the next person next closest person in age to me was the students I was teaching that's Uh, shockingly accurate (laughs) I remember uh the first day something really went wrong for me this wasn't the first day but speaking of support systems uh, I like walked around the corner and asked an older teacher in the classroom next to me. And he, he told the story to one of our faculty members. Yeah. Mike came to me and he was just a completely broken man. I don't know what happened to him, <laughs> but going back to the first day, first uh, period, that's what happened. Yeah. Right. First period. Uh, the thing that always gets me about the first day, especially my first day ever teaching is you introduce yourself. You give a spiel about your class, you do an icebreaker and then there's still 20 minutes left in the clock. And yeah, I had no idea what to do. Always more than you plan for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I always, I always explain the first day is just always just so awkward. Like, it's just awkward. It's awkward for everyone. Mainly me, because I'm just an awkward person. But you're right. There's 20 minutes left on the clock, more than you thought. And you'll be like, all right, do you guys want to play another icebreaker? And Wait, you don't give them assignments? In. Not on the first day. I oh, give them, really? I give them, I give them the back up. Give them, give them school assignments on well, the first Brie, day. Well, Bree gives them like 17 books to read because you know. I like to set the tone. You <laughs> give them schoolwork on the first day. Absolutely. We're, I'm setting the tone. This is not a class where you get to like slack off in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I literally that's... tell my students that it's hard to fail my class. <laughs> well, you also teach middle school. In, that's in, very true. Very true. It's, it's Big difference. Significantly different. I don't. I teach I, kids my age. I need to set the bar high on day one, so that way right, in May I could be chill. Ready for the live reaction here, Bree? I do not give them schoolwork until the second or third week. What? I go almost a month. What I, do you I get, do? I give them work on the second day. I well, get to middle know school. Them. Middle school is different. I get to know. Yeah, them. Middle school is not really. It's it's less about like the work and more just about community building. I mean, literally in New York, in the state. You can't really fail middle school. You'll just go to summer school and you'll be fine. I mean, yes. you can't really fail high school either. No child left behind. No child left behind. No child left behind does the opposite. It was meant for the opposite. <laughs> you know what? That's a whole other podcast. We can't. We can't. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> we don't, we don't need this. Let's, let's, rabble, let's go rabble, to rabble, This is not supposed to be about politics. Let's go to uh, the number one piece of advice you would give to a teacher on their first day. Bree, go ahead. Um, the second you raise your voice, you lose. Like if you're having a conversation or you're trying to get your students' attention or ask them to do something, if you have to like raise your voice to yell, you lost. Nobody cares what you have to say when you start yelling. So Mike is screwed because Mike is a very <laughs> loud person. Just a very loud person. I, I have I have more on that. Uh, maybe I'll explain like how I use my voice uh, in a later episode. But Being loud yeah. is different than yelling. I'm I, know, loud I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Moving on, Mike, what do you got? 
Uh, my big piece of advice is, and this is my big piece of advice for teaching in general. This is my number one piece of advice. Uh, embrace who you are. Uh, Bree likes to set the pace of, look, this we don't we do we do work in this class, so we're going to give an assignment the first day. Uh, I have learned that I'm not really a disciplinarian. I'm much more of I like to make fun of myself, and I like to make fun with my kids. Or really it is very easy. My kids. Yes, yeah, it, it is easy. very easy to make fun of myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you have to embrace who you are because if you're if you don't, the kids aren't going to like you, and they're going to see right through you. And honestly, I think we can do a whole episode on just how to do that in a classroom. How to do mm-hmm. that confidently in a classroom, mm-hmm. because you're right, that is huge, huge. Uh, and I guess my piece of advice would be uh, simply just expect to fail. Don't <laughs> just ex- expect, have a backup plan. When there's 20 minutes left and you have a room full of kids staring at you who are two years younger than you in some cases, uh, have a plan. <laughs> like, just know what you're going to do, because no one told me that <laughs> on my first day. No one told me to have a backup plan. Um Speaking of expecting to fail, uh, my uh, my one of my after my first really bad lesson, uh, a veteran teacher told me, "Look, Mike, you know it. You knew it went. You know it went bad. But they, the students, have no idea it went bad. So just come back in the next day, and you'll be okay." Very true. Better Preach advice. it, Mike. Preach it, Mike. All right. That's I'll, also a good segue uh, into our next episode. Yes, I believe so. The next episode being, uh, we're going to take a look at some of our failed lessons, just lessons that we thought would go well and just how they flopped Um, and what to do. Like, what do you do when you're in front of a room full of kids and your lesson's just absolutely tanking? Yeah, uh, for Evan and I, that's maybe 80% of our lessons. For Bree, it's maybe 3%, you know, um, Miss Perfect over there. She probably has all immaculate lessons. I'm trying to rack my brain right now for a time I failed, but it doesn't sound familiar. (laughs) (laughs) See, what I said is uh, if we're going over lessons we failed, that means I only have to go over, what, like 160 days? We'll be fine. fine. I at least have a couple good ones in there. But anyway. We we got a lot of stuff to go through. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Mike. I'm Evan. Sports drink, whatever I said my name was. And I'm Bree. Uh, Thanks for listening, Mom.